Welcome to 7th Avenue. We are glad you are joining us this Easter Sunday morning. As we have been bringing you virtual services and particularly working on the ones of Holy Week, Palm Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and today's Easter Sundays, I want to offer a word of thanks to two people who are behind the scenes without whom these services wouldn't be coming to you in the way that they are. First is to Samantha Kostick, our sound technician, who has been working her magic behind the scenes. What she does is she takes multiple voices recorded in multiple locations and weaves them together into a beautiful cohesive whole. And then to our video guru, Jim Paul, who takes what Samantha has put together and then he interweaves that into a video. And that is how we're coming to you this morning. So to these special people, heartfelt thanks. I also want to have a word of thanks to our choir who has been participating, to our tireless staff who has been working behind the scenes, working really hours and hours to bring these services. And then also to all of you who have helped us flower the church. Since we can't be in the physical sanctuary, we put out an email asking for folks to send in flowers and images of Easter and new life. And we have received countless um, images from across the country. So we apologize if we couldn't use all of yours that you sent in today, but we are very appreciative. Also, at 11 o'clock today, this Easter Sunday, we're going to try something new that we've never tried before, and that is we're going to have a video social hour through Zoom. And there is a link in your email um, about that. So come and join us at 11, and we'll see how that goes. It'll be totally new for us. Also, at the bottom of this email, you will find a link to our announcements, and I invite you to click that link and see what's there. And within another link, you will see that there is the opportunity for you to donate to the ministry of our community as we continue to do the work of Christ in new ways during these particular days. So now, if uh, you don't have a candle, turn this off and go get one, and then come back, light that candle, take a few breaths wherever you're sitting, just simply allow yourself to settle in and to center as we prepare to worship the God was called us by name.
With the stone rolled away came an empty tomb. He is not here. He is risen. With the stone rolled away came a new heaven and a new earth. He is not here. He has gone before you into Galilee. With the stone rolled away came new life. Christ is risen. Christ Christ is is risen risen indeed. indeed. Let us worship God. first reading is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10, beginning with verse 34. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. Send your Spirit upon us, O God, that as we read and hear these words, may our minds understand, may our eyes see, may our souls be refreshed through Christ the Risen One. Amen. And Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I perceive that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who reveres God and does what is right is acceptable. You know the word which God sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace by Jesus Christ, Christ is Lord of all, the word which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism with John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Spirit, with power, 
how he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed, for God was with him. And we are witnesses to all that Jesus did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. Gospel of St. Luke, the 24th chapter, beginning with the first verse. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, Suddenly, two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Humanity must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them 
who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves, and then he went home, amazed at what had happened. Here ends the Gospel. I don't know how you're doing in these COVID-19 shelter-in-place days, but I have my good ones and my not-so-good ones, days when I feel calm in my center and my spirit, and then other days where I'm freaking out with worry and concern. I'm aware that several people in our community have lost jobs, have been furloughed, that there are people whose loved ones have died and who have contracted this illness and people that I know and who are close to me. So this is what I bring with me, this most unusual Easter, and maybe this is true for you as well. As we heard from the Gospel, on that first Easter morning, early, the, some of the women went to the tomb and they expected to find the stone securely in front of the tomb trying to figure out how to get that open, and then expecting to see a dead corpse. What they encountered was the opposite. The stone was rolled away, the tomb was empty, and they encountered two figures in dazzling apparel who said to them, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. At the tomb, what they experienced was a sign of resurrection, though they didn't recognize it or acknowledge it in the moment, and often neither do we. Returning to the others, they told them what they had seen and heard, and none of the men believed them except Peter. Peter heard what they said and immediately got up and ran to the tomb, and he peered in the crypt, and he saw exactly what the women had said, the linen cloths lying there. And he returned to the others, amazed at what had happened. Peter and the women encountered signs of resurrection. And if Easter is about anything, my friends, it's about this. It's been said that uh, another name for this mystery we call God is surprise. Being caught off guard, being shocked, being astonished or blown away, being startled out of a complacency, being caught unaware. These are all signs of the resurrection, indicators, if you will, of God's presence in, through, around, and among us. You know, this is the arena or the realm where God is really happy, <laughs> comfortable. We, not so much. Now, God's MO, if you will, may be mystery, surprise, delight, wonder. But God's very essence, at the very core of the divine, of this holy mystery, is love. Love is God's DNA. And if God lives in us as we say that we believe God does, then that means love is in our DNA as well. So how we encounter love speaks volumes to how we encounter resurrection. For if Easter has anything to tell us, it tells us that no matter what, love wins. If Easter has anything to tell us, 
It tells us that no matter what, in the end, love is all that matters. If Easter has anything to tell us, it tells us that love changes everything. As Dale Trunk reminded us a few weeks ago in his sermon, keeping our distance from one another is an act of love. Now, I know that this act of love or this form of love is getting its toll on me. It's hard. And for those extroverts among us, it's particularly difficult. And yet keeping our distance is a sign of resurrection. The COVID-19 team from Belfast, Belfast, Ireland wrote, when we go out and see empty streets and empty stadiums and empty train stations, don't say to yourself, this is the end of the world. What you're seeing is love in action. It's not so much that you're experiencing negative space because there's nothing there. What you're experiencing is how much we really care for one another, for our grandparents and our parents, our brothers, our sisters, our children, for people we will never meet. People will lose their jobs over this and have. People will lose their businesses and some people will lose their lives which is all the more reason to take a moment when we're out on a walk or in the line trying to get into Safeway or just watching the news to look at the emptiness and marvel at all the love that is there. Let it fill you, sustain you. It isn't the end of the world. It is, in fact, a remarkable act of global solidarity. It's probably the most amazing act of global solidarity that you or I will ever experience. Yes, love changes everything. And when I say love, I mean God. When I say love, I mean the Christ. When I say love, I mean resurrection. So what are the signs of resurrection that you have experienced, seen, or heard that have been around you these days or this past week. A week ago, coming home from a walk, there was a little slip of paper rolled up and stuck in our gate. And then I noticed around our neighbors and there was this little piece of paper in their mailboxes or their doors or in their windowsill. It was from two neighbors whom we've never met, Amanda and Naomi. And this is what the note said, hi. We know that these are uncertain times and we wanted to help out. We're your neighbors up the hill and we're willing to go grocery shopping for anyone who is immunocompromised, who is older or just too nervous to get outside. Text or call us, please. We're here to help. This is a sign of the resurrection. During the bubonic plague, plague that struck Egypt, Egypt, Europe, in the early mid-1300s, villagers in Italy, and we've been hearing about this, sang to one another. They opened their windows and sang to one another, saying, we are in this together. You are not alone. This is happening again in Europe. But you know, it's also happening here in San Francisco. I know a street here in our city 
where on Wednesdays, anyone who can sing or play an instrument opens their windows, their doors, their garages, and sings and plays music out into the street. This is a sign of resurrection. Today may be Easter, but you know, Easter isn't just a once-a-day celebration, once-a-weeks or once-a-year celebration. No, Easter is a way of life. And from a Christian perspective, as Barbara Johnson put it, we are Easter people living in a Good Friday world. And we all know, right now, we are living in a Good Friday world. And yet, there are signs of resurrection all around us. As those messengers in dazzling apparel told the women in the crypt that day, why are you looking for the living among the dead? So, my friends, as we live into the reality of these days, this shelter-in-place Good Friday world, may you and I look for signs of resurrection because they're all around us. And you know, you might be a sign of resurrection yourself. A joyous Easter to each one of you. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Amen. called to love one another, and one of the ways we do that is pray. So let us join our hearts together, offering prayers for the world, for the whole human family, and all of creation. God of life, you are with us in our dying and in our rising. 
in our isolation and in our connection. We ask that you would tend this earth we call home. Sustain us. Enable us to catch a glimpse of your spirit moving in and through the life in our midst. Through birdsong and sunlight, through the fresh breeze and flower blossoms. Help us remember the wisdom we glean from this moment. Let it open new doorways of care and compassion for one another. We are told we are the body of Christ. So we pray for our brothers, sisters, siblings, near and far. For those in China and Italy, in Spain and the UK, in Germany and France, in Russia and Canada, in Mexico and Guatemala, in Peru and Japan, in Vietnam and Australia, in Zimbabwe and South Africa, in Afghanistan and Egypt, in Saudi Arabia and on the Grenadines. And we pray for our 7th Avenue community throughout the Bay Area, across the U.S., and around the world. We pray for those with the virus and for those tending bodies and minds. We pray your spirit will bring endurance, healing, and hope. And now in silence, we voice our own prayers for the world, ourselves, and those we love. We make this prayer in the name of the one who taught us to pray, saying, Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
And our charge this week is as we live into this season of Easter, may we look for signs of resurrection all around us and be swift to love, make haste to be kind, and offer God's welcome to everyone, even ourselves. And now our children will lead us in our dismissal song. grace of God who created you in love, the peace of Christ who teaches it is possible to be love, and the power of the Spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love be and abide with you this day, this week, and evermore. Amen. Amen.